What's up, everybody? Welcome to Forgive and Forget, and my name is Hal Sadie, aka Halu. And today, Tuesday, yeah, we have a special guest. And normally on Tuesdays, we're gonna be doing something else, but when there's a guest, Tuesdays is most likely when we will post them. Okay, that way you keep that in your minds. Now, this guest is he's a buddy of mine, his name is Paul Karski. He's a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt. He's a former MMA fighter, and he is a current police officer. Okay? You'll hear all about it in there. If you want to follow Paul, you can follow him on Instagram at Karski28. That's Karski with a K-A-R-S-K-Y-2-8. Now, please welcome Paul to the show. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is my good buddy, Paul Karski. You may call him Paulie. He's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, former MMA fighter, and where do you work now? I work for Page. I work for Page Police Department out in Arizona. Whoa, Arizona! How far is that, dude? Uh, I think from St. George, it's about two and a half hours. Oh wow! So you're like gonna go away? Probably. Oh I'll be man! Coming down just to train, though. Okay. How often are you gonna be coming down to train then? As soon as I get a set schedule, because my first day over there with the new department will be on Tuesday. So as soon as I get a set schedule, I'll know when I'm gonna come down. Oh man! When you said Paige, I thought that was in Utah. I'm like, ah. Oh. No way! Utah underpaid, underappreciated. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that sucks, dude. All right, so, uh, okay, you're gonna have to help me out here. So, you're you're a low talker, so I need you to either talk very loud. Or just keep this thing right in your mouth over here. So tell me, where did you grow up, dude? It's I was born in Stockton, California. Shout out Diaz Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I moved all over. My dad was in the military growing up. And then um, just my parents unstable. So we moved all over. I lived in San Diego for a little bit. Grew up in Fullerton, California for a little bit. Okay. Um, but I spent about 20 years in Victorville, California. Victorville. How was is, how is Victorville? Victimville, man. No, <laughs> when I was growing up, it was cool. This is a desert town. So you can ride your dirt bikes through the neighborhood pretty much if there was a neighborhood there mm. now. Yeah. Um, and then growing up, just turning a big city. I think um, when the laws changed, they started running people out of L.A., like all the okay. felons and stuff. So they started coming up to the high desert. Oh, sh so lots of fights, stabbings at the high school. Really, dude? Yeah, so. Wow, man. But I didn't last too long in high school anyway. So <laughs> oh, you, you dropped out? I did. I dropped out in 10th grade. Wow, dude. Yeah. What was that like? Dropping out? Yeah. Uh, I didn't have parents that really like would keep on me for school. So okay. it was just my mom. I grew up single mom. Mm -hmm. Um, so dropping out was cool. I turned my passion. I was fighting at sixteen years old for MMA. Whoa, so. dude. That's crazy. So sixteen years old. Um, what was your first martial art? Uh wrestling. Wrestling? Yeah. Okay. That explains a lot. <laughs> uh so were you so you dropped out of high school? You weren't not a big fan, or you just didn't. What, what was what was the reason of, behind it? Man, I was just a shithead kid. You know, <laughs> I was lost. I didn't have a lot of guidance. I was always wanted to be cool, so um, I just couldn't stay in school. I mm -hmm. couldn't sit still and learn. And uh, I'd rather have done other things. I started okay. working, and then when I was fighting, when I was sixteen, I was like, I'm making money. I don't need school, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay for by the way, if you're watching. There's not a random kid. This is Paul's son, okay? So th we're not... We found this kid walking <laughs> around. <laughs> All right. So you're si you're 16 and fighting. Man, that how do you like that? Oh, I loved it, man. I started training when I was 12 years old. Okay. So, and that really changed my life. I believe, I think fighting MMA kept me out of jail growing yeah? up. So it's a pretty funny story how I got involved in it. Okay. But yeah, I started. Let's go, dude. <laughs> So I was like 12 years old. I met this kid named George. Mm -hmm. It's this. Is <laughs> so I went to a gym called cardio fit where okay. I was from, you know, and, uh, he, he said, you want to go use a sauna? And I didn't know what a sauna was. So he was an old school one with heat rocks and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. You pour water on it to keep it mm -hmm. hot. Right. Yeah. So you kind of see where I'm going with this. So he said, well, he goes, well, what happens if you pee on it? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't do this. So if Tyson's listening, don't tell him. So Tyson's my first coach. So um, George pees on it, smokes this whole thing out full oh, of piss, no. right? 
it was disgusting. People running out. Oh, God, what the hell? Then this big freaking yoked out black dude comes in and threatens us, takes us in this little room, and we're shaking, dude. And <laughs> I'm like freaking out. This dude's arms are as big as my head. So that turns out to be my first wrestling coach. <laughs> so so um, I give it a week or two because I found out that they do uh, wrestling of some sort. I mm-hmm. really didn't know what it was. Yeah. So I show up to wrestling class with George there one day and it's in the back room of this gym. So it's a full on facility, just weightlifting. They have, um, racquetball, a daycare. So I show up, it's like in the back room of this gym and I walk in, there's 300 pound dudes there. There's a scrawny dude with flame tattoos and I'm like, Oh shit. They're just staring at me like, Hey, daycare's upstairs. (laughs) I'm like, I'm here to wrestle. (laughs) Tyson walks in and, that's how I got into it, man. They're playing wow, old Pride videos. I don't know if you know. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've, I've heard of it. So yeah. they're playing old Pride videos on the TV in the back, and I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. So your first impression of all that is seeing all these huge dudes and then that lanky dude with the fire tattoos. And what made you think, man, I actually want to do this? I don't know what was going through my mind, man. I was just, I remember Tyson yelling at me, dude, for the first time. And I'm like, man, I guess I got to get buff, right? (laughs) And then back when this was early, early on 2000s, right? So not a lot of people knew what MMA was. Mm -hmm. Like, they're like, what is that? Like cockfighting? (laughs) Yeah, with humans. Yeah. So I didn't even know what it was. So Mm -hmm. I go in there and I'm like, maybe I'm too skinny because I was probably... I don't even remember six foot, 150 pounds, At 12 years old. Dude? <laughs> yeah, I was big, dude. I like wow, tall dude. and lanky. Like I had no muscle, man. And I thought, man, I better start juicing or something. <laughs> I just thought, I don't know. There was a lot of dudes. They look like they're fresh out of prison or yeah. bar room. A lot of tank Abbott looking dudes. Okay. Right. And then okay. you got the one dude who's a welder by like daytime and then yeah. a cage fighter at nighttime, yeah. you know, and I'm like, man, I need tattoos or something now. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I tried it, and I cried my first class. Really? Man. I continuously cried, and I was like, man, I don't know. But something about getting choked and, you know, just taken advantage of by these uh, in, in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these big dudes, I was I was yeah. hooked, man, and I don't, yeah. I don't know what it was. Oh, dude, I, I know the same feeling. I, when I first started jujitsu, that's exactly what happened to me. I'm like, oh, I don't know, but I got to come back, so – and I, I still go. So there's something about it, dude. Something about dudes getting choked out. Something yeah. cool about it, right? Um, so you're 12 years old, dude. You Were you doing multiple things or was it, was it just wrestling? So I was doing strictly wrestling and I was trying to wrestle for the school, but mm-hmm. I couldn't stay in school long enough to make teams. Mm-hmm. So um, I was I was wrestling and then I got into freestyle and Greco-Roman wrestling. Okay. So I was doing that when the wrestling season would be over. I'd go to freestyle season and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was getting into, it was just basically grappling back then. Is okay. what calling it, but I was getting into grappling and then mm-hmm. I was trying submission tournaments. But some tournaments I'd get confused, you know, stay on my back, be off my back, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. But I was doing both at the same okay. time and then learning how to strike, but mm-hmm. we didn't strike too much. Okay. What What's the difference between regular wrestling and uh, Greco-Roman uh, Greco-Roman's all upper body, okay. so you can't touch the legs in Greco-Roman. Okay. Really? How, how do you take them down? So lots of body uh, really? takedowns, pickups, slams. There's no – uh, wow, okay. So you can't shoot. You can't grab the legs. So. Wow, okay. I, I, I did, did good because I was so tall, mm-hmm. but some of these short, stocky dudes get up underneath me, and I'm like, yeah. ah. So, but when I got under, I could pick them up. Okay, yeah, just like with, <laughs> with your little pinky finger. Wow, dude. Um, When uh, – so – when was your prof- your first professional fight? Uh, 16 years old. 16 years old? Wow, dude. So We were driving to a place called Calusa Casino, man. Okay. In the middle of... No, this was Shokawa Casino. The okay. middle of nowhere, Nevada. Okay. Or California, excuse me. Okay. Um, we're driving far out. We're, my coach is driving, who was Tyson Johnson. He was the ring announcer for mm-hmm. this show. Okay. And he was under... He trained under... Um, the owner of the show. So that mm-hmm. guy calls him and said, ask him, Hey, you got any guys coming up to fight? Yeah. He's like, I don't know. What do you need? He says, well, I had a dropout. I need a guy to fight. So he looks, so I remember we were driving his four Taurus, man. Those were still cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he looks over at me and he goes, I'll call you back. And I'm like, just a little kid beat bopping. I don't know where you're listening to like Pat Benatar or something, whatever mm-hmm. was cool. <laughs> and he goes, Hey, you want to fight? 
I'm like, oh yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> it's like I think they're gonna pay you 250 bucks. Oh like, no! Oh dang, I'm about to be loaded. Yeah. On a date. <laughs> so uh, I said, yeah, why not? I yeah. didn't know how to punch or anything. So that's how it all started. So he calls the promoter back, and tells him, oh yeah, he'll fight. So I show up, and uh, there's no weigh-ins, man. I was 165 pounds, I think. The guy that comes in, he's 220 oh, no. pounds, freaking tattoos everywhere. I'm like, oh, this is going to suck. <laughs> so I ended up winning by decision. Oh, you won? Yeah. How did you do that? Man, I don't know. I just used wrestling. I kept taking them down. My eyes were swollen shut from getting punched in yeah. the knee because knees to the head on the ground were still legal. Oh, no. So I was just, I remember just getting reversal after reversal, takedown, takedown. And yeah. I, my face was swollen shut. Ooh, I threw dude. up for two hours in the parking lot after. Wow, dude. But I ended you up winning by decision. Still won even. So. Oh, man. That 40 pounds. Dude, that's a lot of weight dude, on you. Dude, he was a big dude, and he freaking hit me so goddamn hard, dude. And I remember being scared shitless because Quentin Rampage Jackson's in his corner. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, my God, dude, this guy's going to beat my ass. <laughs> and then Ken Shamrock comes up to yeah. me in the hallway, and he sees me shaking and warming up and shit. And he gives me some words of advice, which I can't remember because I'm so freaking jacked up. <laughs> dude, I, he's like, you'll be fine. Size doesn't matter. I started with no size. And yeah. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if he says it, he's he's super jacked. So, yeah. Man. Wow, dude. I still can't believe, like, he just fought in, like, a moment's notice and then, like, well, I mean, you must have been training a lot to be able to do that. Yeah, I was I was just basically training all the time with grappling. Like, I fell in love with it. I wasn't going to school, so I was training a lot. And um, I was watching a lot of Pride, so mm-hmm. I felt confident. Okay, okay. <laughs> was the UFC a thing back then, or it, it hadn't started? It was, yeah, yeah but it was... It wasn't as what it is today. Yeah, obviously. yeah, of course. But yeah, it was big. I mean, you had like Tito Ortiz. Okay, so like, okay, so, so the names. Tito Ortiz. Yep. Okay, okay. So it, it was it was starting to catch on. Yeah, I want to say maybe this was around. God, I'm bad with dates, but maybe around. I don't know if you're familiar with like the guy Metzger, but Tito Ortiz yeah, and him yeah. had beef, and then yeah, that's yeah. how the Shamrock and okay. Tito yeah, started. Yeah, okay, beef. okay. So this is probably right. around that era. Okay, man. Good names. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I love that era, man. It's it's. Um, it's crazy you started fighting around that time, man. So after that first fight, what 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 was going through your head? Dude, I don't know. I just couldn't believe I did it and yeah. I won. Yeah. And then I was hooked, man. I wanted to go back to the gym. I fought one month later. One month? Yep. In another show in the middle of California. And I fought a dude and we beat the shit out of each other for oh. the whole fight. And we ended up getting a draw. Wow, and after that, like I was just hooked, man. I couldn't get enough. I had my first pay-per-view fight when I was 17, I believe. Whoa, dude. So you started like you what what uh what promotion was it in? The pay-per-view was King of the Cage. Okay. So I've, I've heard of that. I don't know what it is, but that name it sounds very familiar. Yeah, a lot of guys from King of the Cage carried on to UFC. So okay. Quentin Jackson, Joe okay. Stevenson, okay. who was a training partner and a buddy of mine. Okay. Um, like they all went on to ufc from this promotion okay but and this is all going on in victorville while you were there uh so that yeah i was training in victorville Mm -hmm. so and then um yeah these fights were all over that fight was in southern california at a place called saboba casino okay so this was back when mma was not allowed to be held on anything but indian ground okay oh really yeah this was there was uh mma fights were still banned in Mm -hmm. california at this time wow you had to travel to go freaking fight on a reservation somewhere wow dude that's crazy man oh so you're you got two or three fights in and then you're like oh this is this is my thing what uh when did you stop fighting oh man so i fought for i just Fought on and off. I was fighting consistently to make a living for mm-hmm. a long time. And then I started having too many kids and getting broken. And so, yeah, um, I think my very last fight was 2015 15? and I retired okay. with a, with a title. Okay. Nice. So, nice. What, what was, what, what, uh, what's the title? Like it was what? the light heavyweight belt for light show. heavyweight. Yep. Okay. Nice, man. That's yeah, awesome. Man. I can, when I can make light Look heavyweight, at you, big boy. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, well, I skipped a little bit over there, but so in between that, so you're fighting full time or I was fighting full time. Yeah. I got to travel around, meet some freaking awesome people, sign okay. some boobs. Don't tell your mom, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a great time, you uh, know, I was going all over the United States, traveling, fighting okay. different promotions. I, I, 
I seem to remember you telling me you were in the army. Was it, or, or was that, am I making that up? No, I wasn't. I, I signed up, dude, and then I freaking missed the bus. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my dad was in the military. My dad's dad was in the military. I let yeah. everybody in my family down, man. I'm just a big old uh, failure. Dude, just a big <laughs> letdown, Polly, man. Oh, man. Okay, okay. So why don't I? Why do I think that you were in the in the in the army? Like, I don't know, man. Oh man, I guess I guess I. Just... I talked about it. I think with another guy at the gym. Okay, okay, before. okay. That's probably it. Um, so you fought pretty much what? How like what year was it when you when you were when you started when you were sixteen? Oh yeah. So I want to say that this was two thousand and three or so. I want to say. Oh, dude, you fought for twelve years. Yeah. Ooh. So. Um. What's what's your best memory when you were fighting? My best memory when I was fighting. If you remember it. Oh man, funny story, right? So I don't know why I remember this, but it, I just <laughs> I get knocked. I, my first pay per view, I got knocked out cold. Okay. Like thirty five seconds. Ah, oh, dude. I was arrogant, undefeated, mm-hmm. right? And I go out there and I fight this dude, nicknamed the Wrecker. There should have been a red flag right there. Yeah. Right? So I go out, fight this dude. He knocks me out cold, freaking. Right, I got Philip Miller in my corner, who's he was sixteen and zero at the time, fought mm-hmm. for UFC. Okay, he was on Battle Dome. Do okay. you remember that show? No, but it but. was like American Gladiator. Okay, so okay. he won that. Okay, and then I got a guy named Dale Breeze, rest mm-hmm. in peace, in my corner. Dale Breeze is drunk, <laughs> so I'm backstage, and uh, I'm waking. I'm like coming to, and I got this dude kissing on my neck, telling me he loves me. Everything's gonna be okay. It's Dale Breeze. Who's okay. drunk as shit. Yeah. Philip Miller, like, dude, give him some space. <laughs> but I remember that, like, yesterday for some reason. But okay. Other than that, that's like a like you recently remember that. Okay. But how many fights in did you have at the time? Oh, yeah, that time I want to say four or five. Four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know how many I have now. Probably fifty, sixty fights. I think I ended up having over the course of my career. Whoa, so. dude! Just you're like a like a big veteran, man. That's that's crazy. I'm big, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So when, uh, what, when did you decide to like, you know, I'm, I'll go, I'll join the, the police force or anything like that. Like, um, I got into law enforcement in 2015, right after I retired from mm-hmm. fighting. Yeah. I wanted to be a cop when I was younger, but I was too much of a shithead and yeah. I was having too much fun fighting yeah. and traveling. So, um, I got my GED later on, I want to say like 2013 or okay. so. So I waited a long time and then that's when I knew like, freak, I need to do something with health, with benefits and stuff. Take care of these yeah. kids I got, man. Yeah. So how many kids did you have at the time? At that time, I want to say I had three. Three? Okay. You have six total, right? I have six total. Yeah. Wow, dude. Three kids. How old, how old is your oldest? My oldest is 14. 14? She just turned 14 okay. December. Okay, man. Wow. So... Big big daddy, huh? Yeah, man. It's okay. she's easy, man. I was blessed, man. I don't know how I got lucky with a good teenager, but That's awesome, man. I'm waiting for one one of these freaking spawns. <laughs> gonna go nuts. One one's gonna do something. Yeah. Oh man. So what uh what where were you living at when when you joined the police force? Um I was living in Victorville, Victorville? and then I ended up moving to Ely, Nevada. Nevada, okay. The middle of nowhere. So what why are you travel like around back then? Like when you quit fighting, why are you traveling around so much? Um, just a job. Just a job. I moved for work, and then at the time to be a cop in California was super freaking competitive. It okay. was like trying to be a fireman, man, almost okay. impossible. Yeah. Like you had to be picture perfect, and I wasn't. Okay. I think LAPD disqualified me indefinitely at one time. Really? Yeah, because of marijuana usage. Now oh. look at all their cops. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But this was back when it was super competitive, super hard. So I left. I was. I wanted to leave the state anyway because California. Well, yeah, it's California. Yeah, so yeah. I wanted to get out. <laughs> how how different is living in Nevada than it is in California? Um, when I moved to Nevada for the first time, I moved to Ely, which was super rural, super middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It was a lot different. It wasn't that big city life. It wasn't that hustle and bustle. So yeah. it was cool. It okay. was a lot of getting used to though. Yeah. Freaking my first winter there, it was negative 18. I think I freaked out. Really? Yeah. Growing up in Southern California, my whole life. Yeah, dude, that, I would not expect that in Nevada either. No way, man. Wow, man. So, um, geez, negative eight. I still can't believe that, man. Um, so when you were in, uh, cause I lived in, in LA for about eight years and 
Victorville. How far is Victor Victorville from? Is is, it, is Victorville considered LA? No, it's it's still considered Southern California. But I want to say I remember reading the sign on this day. I think it says sixty miles to downtown Los Angeles. Oh man, that's that's a little far. So okay. they consider Victorville the high desert. Okay, so is is that place like? Well, you're saying like it's a it was a big adjustment from the the going from Victorville to Ely, right? Yeah, so, it's a lot different because Victorville now is just as big, probably as okay. like LA. Like okay. it's it's huge. Okay, so so it, it was an adjustment because I guess for California, it's probably the smaller town. Air quotes. Yeah. Okay. So it's not as bad as like Bakersfield, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it's uh, it's still California. Okay, it's still man. pretty busy. How long were you in in uh, Ely? Um, we lasted about a year and a half, I think. And then okay. that first winter, we got to get the hell out of there, man. So we ended up moving to Las Vegas. Okay. How, how old were you when you got married to your wife? This wife? Oh, <laughs> you got more than one? I got two. This okay. is my second wife. Okay. So, and uh, that's the last time I'm doing it, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so how old were you when you got married the first time? The first time I was 20. 20? Okay. Yeah, because I wasn't well, old enough buck. to take shots. And I remember my buddy buying me shots. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm guessing that didn't last too long. No. So we met. We were 14-ish when we first met. Okay. And then she got pregnant somehow. I don't remember. I don't <laughs> know if I was even there. But she got pregnant. And then um, we thought, oh, we got to get married. Mm-hmm. And then we got married. And then yeah. we were married two years. And that was okay. it. That so was... we just became very different people. Okay. And then how old were you when you got married to your current wife? Um, I th- was 20... 23 or 24 okay. so this okay. was quick after my well it was quick but then it, like you're 35 right um 34 yeah. 34 so yeah. i mean you've been married for like 11 12 years uh we've been married we got married in 2011 11 Shit, so she's gonna kick my ass i think it was 2011 <laughs> yeah oh, there you go so lit- uh, so almost, almost 11 this dude. december oh this december oh, so congratulations thanks man, man. so that you, you i mean you're making it it's working right yeah so. it's been freaking up in town man but it's fine i think <laughs> we're getting the kinks out of it yeah finally. hey dude that's 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 what marriage is right like right. you just work on work on everything it's fun though right yeah it has its moments man yeah okay so you moved to vegas how how what year is this vegas we moved to vegas 2006 16 somewhere around there. okay that's that's pretty recent okay yeah. how long were you in vegas uh we moved we left vegas 2016 to 2000 we left came up here in 2019 okay so you were there three years yeah about. what what's your favorite thing about living in vegas man the convenience for yeah. whatever you want and need yeah. man i mean we freaking two o'clock in the morning you're like i think i need a steak man mm-hmm. you can go get it you know yeah and, uh, buying wine and stuff in the grocery store. That's yeah. amazing, right? <laughs> Take little things for granted, right? Yeah, um, dude. Walk in the grocery store, you're like, man, I need to have a drink and I need to play slots. Yeah. You got it all right, right there. there. I remember walking into Vegas, the Albertsons, you could sample freaking wine on Sundays. Really? Yeah, we're here. Oh, my gosh. No, dude, no, no way. No, no. Uh, it's a whole different story <laughs> I here, I think man. you go to prison here trying <laughs> wine on Sunday. Oh, man. So what's... Let's let's. What's the thing that you like the least about Vegas? Um, tourism. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I guess if you want to go downtown, it's just overpriced and overcrowded, yeah. right? I mean, okay. but um, when you live in Vegas, it's a lot different because then you can you're on the outskirts, you know all the mm-hmm. the local places. So okay, um, so you're still training even though you stopped fighting, right? Yeah, I try to train. I was training every day for a while, and then, um, yeah, so I get to coach, too. Okay. I get to help out with coaching. So, yeah, I still train. Um, where You, you trade at Extreme Couture in Vegas? Is that, am I, I correct? I trained at Robert Drysdale's, too. Okay. So, okay. Robert Drysdale's, and then um, his black belt, who's freaking amazing, which is Greg Celtic, he opened mm-hmm. his own dojo in Vegas on the uh, north side where I was. So, I got to train a few, uh, you know, a little bit with him, and then okay. I was training with a guy named Phil Dunlap, who was running a gym. Mm-hmm. So, I was training a little bit over okay. there. Okay. Um, and then Chad Lyman, who teaches, yeah. uh, he's came to the gym. He... Uh, he teaches at Extreme Couture, but he okay. did a lot with cops. So okay. I oh, okay. involved so that's, myself that's with Chad. Involved. Yep. Okay. Chad's okay. amazing, man. Yeah. I, I took one of his seminars. He's, he's a, yeah. The way he breaks things down is pretty in- interesting. Cause Super knowledgeable. Yeah, man. dude. And yeah. it's very logical, too, right? Which right. Is, which is something I didn't. Which is it's, it's it makes sense. But at the time, I'm like, oh, my God, I never would have thought of looking at it yeah. that way. 
Um, Did you do the Drysdale seminar too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I still get a man crush every time Drysdale walks in the yeah. room. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's uh, Drysdale. <laughs> Did, was he your like main coach when you were there? Or? Drysdale? Yeah. No. So I actually didn't get to see Drysdale too much when I was there because I was training at the other gym. Okay. But yeah. So I okay. just kind of floated around when I was in Vegas yeah. like a lost soul, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just was lucky to make enough friends and, you know, um, be nice to everybody <laughs> yeah, so i always yeah. kind of had a home to go okay. somewhere that's awesome but man. i would just go bounce around when i was in vegas i didn't really have a set okay place okay. i then um i didn't have a set place till i moved to st george so. okay so you moved here in 2019 um uh, what so you were what what uh what police station were you working at again when i moved here i was working for arizona so mojave county so i worked okay. on the border in between okay. nevada and okay. st george okay Okay, I know where. And that. then I'd go out to Colorado City, if you know the history of that yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little, a little, a little. I don't want. Let's call it. It's just very interesting. Let's yes. call it interesting. Their bakery is amazing, though. If you ever yeah. make it out there, it's yeah. called Barry Knowles. Barry and they Knowles. They make their their dough fresh for their okay. pizza. So okay. All right, man. I'll, if you I'll, get over I'll, the weirdness, <laughs> sit down and look at your pizza, man. Yeah, it's, just look at the pizza. <laughs> don't look at any anything else. So. Yeah. Um. How. So you've been a cop for seven years? About, yeah. Yeah. So I started in corrections. So I worked in the state prison when I lived okay. in Ely, Nevada. Okay. So and then when I moved to Vegas, I transferred to this another state prison down mm-hmm. there. And then I worked a little bit with the uh, gang squad. Okay. So that was super fun. And then um then I went to the county sheriff's office and then I moved to the transferred to Arizona. And then instead of taking Bullhead City, I'm like, well, there's a position on the strip. Yeah. And then I uh, made that mistake in 2019 when I moved up here. So you were working <laughs> on the strip? Yeah. So the Arizona Strip is what they call oh, it. Oh, okay. So. Oh, I thought you were working at the Vegas Strip. No. Like, Ooh, that must have been rough. Um, so what's it like being a, a corrections officer? Oh, man, that's a different, different world, man. Yeah. So, I mean, you're like a... You're everything, right? You're like a janitor, a counselor, a father... <laughs> I mean, because you're cleaning up after these guys, yeah. you're feeding these guys, you're breaking up fights. It's like living with kids, man. Yeah. So, okay. was um, it something you enjoyed? I did when I went to like the gang part of it, mm-hmm. and then we were only like we'd get called out to the main yard, like when we were doing cell extractions and stuff like that. I enjoyed okay. that part. Yeah. Go figure, right? <laughs> um, forcing people to do stuff, but no, like when I worked like as a general corrections officer, like when I was serving food and shit, I was. Yeah. I felt less than, I guess. Okay. So it's not for everybody. I felt yeah. like, God, I'm freaking this dude's maid, and he's <laughs> out there committing crimes. Yeah. Because there's some real pieces of work in yeah, there, and I then there's imagine. dudes that are in there for low level, like uh, felony DUIs or something like that. Those guys are whatever, but the people, like, I just didn't want to be around, like, child molesters and yeah, shit like that's, that. Yeah, that must be weird. Do, do you get to, like, bond with, with the prisoners at all, or...? I wouldn't say bond, um, but you build a rapport with them, definitely. Mm. Okay. So, And then some of them, like when I was working gangs, it was real important to have a rapport with some of these guys because yeah. then they would tell you things that you shouldn't yeah, know, you, shouldn't you know. know. So, um, But it was good. You know, you give respect and you get respect, right? I mean, they are people that yeah. have messed up in society. But, yeah. um, and as long as you treat them accordingly, you're going to get respect. Yeah. So as long as you don't go in there like these 21-year-old kids who think they're going to change the world, it's like yeah. you're in prison. You're not changing anything <laughs> <laughs> you have to, they've already been sentenced you're yeah. not here to punish them yeah you know, so. so what's what's it like working at a gang squad then it's fun you build a good relationship like uh one of them still my best friend of this day really and uh like two of them actually so um you build a good close-knit group and mm-hmm. then it's fun because you're investigating you're listening to phone calls you're going through mail like yeah. it's fun because you're just you're basically you pretty know, much a detective yeah, kind of thing. So it's cool. Okay. What, uh, do you have to do any like undercover sort of stuff or no, no. no. Okay. Or else I would have been signed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after gang squad, you said you, you were at the Arizona strip. No. So I went to uh sheriff's office in Pahrump, Nevada. If you know where okay. that is, most uh, people I, know where it because of, of the whorehouses. But <laughs> <laughs> prostitution's legal there. Yeah, yeah. So I transferred to that sheriff's office out there and I worked in the County jail, which okay. is different than prison. Yeah. You get everybody fresh off the street. Yeah. And, everybody messing up on just like yeah. random stuff. What, what's that like is, is, is it at, at this point, are you like, oh man, I don't like what I was doing over there, but this is a little 
easy, a little more easy going, or what, what? What's what's the feel like? So my intention when I went there was to go to patrol, but I ended up in the jail and then stuck in the jail. But it's different because I mean the jail, the prison, everybody's a felon, and you know it is what mm-hmm. it is. They're all yeah. you know convicted. The county jail, on the other hand, they're all innocent until proven guilty. They're all awaiting yeah. trial and yeah. things like that. So, and then you get them fresh off the street into booking because I worked booking a lot. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting these dudes spun out of their mind, oh, coming wow. in, fighting okay. you and stuff like that. So it's a little more high pace, mm-hmm. a little more fun, I would say. Yeah, I'm guessing your your fighting days are coming back a little bit at, around this time. Right. right. It was cool. Like, I've always been able, like, going into law enforcement with my background was always pretty easy because I can have a use of force and then come down like, you okay, man? And, like, yeah. render first aid. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> I was able to, like, tone myself back down. Yeah. You know, where some of these guys, they get in a fight and it's and they like their adrenaline's to. through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've been through the whole ringer, right? So it's like, okay, I know how to handle this part. <laughs> right. Yeah. What, uh, how old were you when you got your black belt? Oh, this was in, I got my black belt in 2015. So I was in my, I don't know, twenties. Oh, so you, you just finished twenties. Like, yeah. Pretty much. That's when you retired. Yep. I was okay. retired. Um, is there, what, what was the hardest part? for you to like because uh, like some people just like say ah oh, man i'm gonna get this belt and then whatever right and but a lot of well, you know there's not that many black belts so what what's the t- for you what's what was the hardest thing about getting there wearing a gi <laughs> <laughs> um i never i didn't really ever i didn't wear a gi you know to too much mm-hmm. so uh, then i just wanted to fight and i never cared about having a belt to be honest with yeah. you and then um when I moved and I wanted to run my own school, that's when I was like, God, I guess I should probably try to be a black belt. Yeah. Right. So, um, when I moved to Ely, Nevada, I just turned, I just became a black belt. So I got to run my own little jujitsu team okay. up there. Okay. So that was cool. But the hardest part probably was wearing a gi, going out and try to compete in a gi because I never wore one. And I was always traditionally a no gi guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, I was in love still am to this day, if you've been to any of my classes, but I'm in love with leg locks and heel hooks and yeah, stuff. Dude. So, and that's frowned upon. Yeah. And geese. Yeah. So, um, that was the hardest part. I have an idea about this, but why is it frowned upon on with the gee? Cause it's so easy to get tangled. Yeah. I guess just the control, like it's easier to control somebody. Okay. I'm not even sure, man. That's probably, it's somewhere along the Gracie's or one frowned upon. That. <laughs> <laughs> probably, you know, some, something always comes, comes down to that right yeah um so do you still feel like you want to like have your own gym or or no i have no interest in it man <laughs> so um i don't know a lot of people don't know this but i'm pretty i'm pretty insecure like when it comes to teaching really? and stuff yeah like i always look around like god they don't like my technique yeah, they don't <laughs> like what I'm teaching. especially zane when he's sitting there all pr- picture perfect yeah man. i'm like quit judging me man do you not like this <laughs> But, uh, no, I really don't have interest because I've been around that ownership mm-hmm. type thing. You know, I've seen some of these guys and it's a struggle and yeah. worrying about members and retention and all that stuff. Man, yeah. I just don't want any yeah. part of it. You man. had your fill of it. Yeah. Like I don't mind coaching and stuff like that, yeah. but I just don't want any part of running a gym. And yeah. I saw what my coaches went through and just, you know. Okay. So, uh. 2019 so have you been at fusion since 2019 as soon as i got here pretty much i went to fusion so it was between ace and um jake johnson jake johnson was running pretty much uh his own gym for a while Mm -hmm. just straight gracie jiu-jitsu and um i love jake dude he's amazing right yeah um but i wanted to still once in a while spar competitively Mm -hmm. and ace and i have a lot of mutual friends dude we could sit there and talk about history like all day long okay but yeah, so I went, I went with, uh, I found out that Jake will come over and roll and stuff like that. So I was like, well, I'm just going to go to aces, man. Yeah. So yeah. I've been at fusion, fusion MMA, St. George <laughs> since 2019. And dude, ace is amazing. Mm-hmm. Ace and Jen, dude, I love them. Yeah, dude, they're awesome. I owe them so much, dude. They welcome our, you know, open armed me and I came in and just felt like family since day one, man. And all their kids are freaking amazing and yeah. Christian and. Yeah. Cameron, dude, they're yeah. studs, man. I'm yeah, scared man. of those kids. <laughs> dude, they're so young and they're like trained killers. Dude, Cameron's a little freak, dude. He doesn't roll much, but I've rolled with that. That dude will catch you in some weird, weird yeah. stuff, dude. He's dude, a stud. I've, I've I've never rolled with him. I, I drilled. I I like you know drilled with him like the yeah. moves and stuff, but that was that was it. Yeah. 
but he he looks like he's a killer and like he's all wiry too but dude he is super super wiry but and then christian of course is just a freaking animal dude once yeah. he goes pro dude i'd i'd watch out yeah yeah he, he's gonna be a serious contender man. yeah um man so <laughs> when when you moved out here you uh you were working in arizona with perump was it no, Mojave County. Mojave County. Yep. Okay. So, how long were you at, at the Mojave County? Two, a little over, probably two years or so, something like two that. Two years. Yeah. Okay. And this whole time you were there, or yeah. and then so the new place you're going to, this is just the 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 recent change. Yeah. So they call it a lateral transfer. So I'm transferring to agencies. So okay. these guys pay way more money and mm-hmm. they care more. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, so I'm staying within Arizona to keep my retirement, basically. Okay. Because I'm already I have retirement in Arizona. So okay. So it just transfers. Okay, that's pretty cool, man. Um, what's the what's the best part about your job? Oh, man, do I give you like an interview response? No, just no. <laughs> give, give me give me the poly response. <laughs> Man, I don't know. The best part, I honestly say, is just interacting with your community, man. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Like, going in and shed good light on law enforcement mm-hmm. because nowadays it's yeah, just... especially nowadays, There's right? such a bad light, bad rap, dude, right? They think every cop's out here suited up to go kill a black guy, right? Like, it's not even like that, yeah. dude. I have never responded to a call and worried about our race, dude. Like, yeah. I, it's so stupid, like, the media, how they've twisted it. But just being involved with my community and mm. just helping people when they're in their low and showing them that law enforcement is there for positive because yeah. th- you know, when, when you call the police, dude, what are you calling the police for your worst day possible? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's personally your worst day. So like you got to take, I've been on a, I've held a dead kid in my hands, right? Yeah. And have to go respond to a freaking lady who's panicking because yeah. her yard gnome was stolen. Yeah. Like that uh, is her worst day. Yeah. She doesn't know where I'm coming from. So yeah. just going out there, just being all the help and make people feel better, I guess, dude. Yeah. That's then the car cool. chases aren't bad. <laughs> <laughs> so they are as fun as they look on TV. Oh, dude, that is a rush. Just flipping them sirens, dude, <laughs> and getting in it. Like, all right, dude, here we go. Oh, Popping man. that seatbelt. Like, all right, run, run. <laughs> and then I ain't got no cardio. So I'm like, well, I hope he doesn't run far. <laughs> <laughs> it also, I think it, like helps a million times more that you're like very experienced in grappling right yeah so dude i've been in some scuffles where i'm like i'm able to like do what i need to do and then just Mm. comp like just be on top like relaxed and they're like dude how are you so calm it's like because you know he doesn't really know what the hell's going on he spun out he's calm i'm calm like yeah you got to be able to tone it down because I've seen guys like automatically like fight. No, I'm going to shoot this guy. Go. Yeah, yeah. Back up here, Turbo. Like, <laughs> kill everybody. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know who said it, but someone said that all cops should be like a purple belt at the very minimum. Dude, Gracie is doing a good thing, dude. Have you watched him? He's stance on law enforcement. Um, God, which Gracie is? I forget all their damn names, but the younger one. He's oh Henner. Yeah, trying to uh, rap. Gracie Jiu-Jitsu and a lot of law enforcement. And yeah. I think it's a plus. Yeah, like, dude, that's a great idea. Arizona Highway Patrol uses a lot of um, Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. And um, they have a guy named, um, that teaches it. His name's Dave Stopkey, but he's freaking awesome, dude. Like, there's guys out there that are just – there's some departments that are adapting Jiu-Jitsu, but I yeah. think it's a must. At least blue belt, dude. Like, yeah. you got to at least get your feet somewhat wet in Jiu-Jitsu, in my yeah. opinion. Because some of these combatives or whatever they want to call them um, – defensive tactics they're mm-hmm. a freaking joke dude and they don't require you to do it yeah. very often i think it's once a year you have to require it for what? a certain amount of hours and you're in there and it's a bullshit session dude oh, they're not man. doing any technique they're not teaching anything so then while well, these guys are fat and out of shape dude it's like you yeah. don't care about your life enough to yeah train dude especially nowadays when you're more and more prone to getting into some kind of altercation with somebody yeah i don't get it man do that that's the the weirdest part to me, right? Like, cause this is like your livelihood. This is what you're doing every day, and then suddenly, it's. I'll I'll ask you, cause I, I have no idea. Like, what's the likelihood of you having to actually like, hold someone down? Dude, it's a good likelihood. When I worked for the county, I was one person for five thousand square miles. My backup could take an hour. Whoa! So dude. you are very likely, depending on the department. Like I'm going to a city department now, so mm-hmm. I'll have four or five dudes on scene with me. Okay. But still, you're in a fight. Five minutes could feel like forever. Yeah. Dude. And if you just can't hold somebody down for that long, you're in a you're world in a of lot shit, of dude. So I remember holding two people down, waiting for my backup. My backup came from Mesquite. 
Whoa, dude. So not even my own department. I had to depend on out-of-state agency to come help my ass, dude. Wow, that's crazy, And I remember, man. like, fuck, where are they? And I'm even out of breath, dude, like, holding yeah. to, like, yeah, so. Yeah, and you're super experienced. Yeah, so, dude, I don't know. I feel like every cop freaking needs to train, dude. They need to care for themselves a little more. Yeah, man. that should be, like, a requirement from the department, yeah. right? Yeah, so at Fusion, we do have quite a mm-hmm. bit of cops. I mean, some of them won't tell yeah. you they're cops, but we have a quite a bit of cops that come up and train and i freaking love it i'm always on them dude like can you be here more go tell your buddies <laughs> <laughs> that, that see that's the other part of it right like because from my understanding is not many cops do it but then at fusion there's like so many of like I, i've met like four or five cops and they're all training there and it's like oh man like it's you're kind of biased because like oh you see all these people training and then it's like but no that's not the norm so yeah well one of our black belts is a freaking cop mm-hmm. and he's awesome that yeah. dude's just a big old freaking monster yeah, man dude, he wrecked my ass one time man <laughs> it was it was ridiculous it doesn't it's, it's not fair dude because he's a badass wrestler <laughs> too and he teaches wrestling in oh town, yeah so for okay. st george or he teaches is he high school i think he's a high school okay. coach but he's just a big old freaking man dude yeah right? dude and he has no mercy either it's no. like Oh man, I'll, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna roll with it. Uh, I remember I was talking to Radley once. He's like, oh, dude, you should roll with that guy. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. And it's like that idea. Boom! <laughs> like just smash, man. It was ridiculous. I had no. Ch- I mean, I knew I had no chance, but the moment he grabbed my gear, whatever, I know it was no gear. So the moment he just yeah. grabbed me, I'm like, ah, shit, this is not gonna go well. As soon as I get top position on that guy, I'm like, all right, just maintain it. That's all you gotta do. You're already <laughs> out of breath. <laughs> dude, he's a monster. Yeah, man. I'm a little guy, so he just throws me around. You know? <laughs> You're like maybe like five feet taller than he is. No way, no? man. I don't know how tall he is. I want to say Carson's like six foot at least. Man. He's six foot. I I don't know. I'm I'm terrible, right? Because I'm six five, so I'm yeah, like every guy's average tall. Like I think everybody's <laughs> average. I don't know, man. Yeah, you're just looking down at everybody. But he's like freaking big, dude. He's big, and man. he's not fat, dude. No, he he's, is he's straight muscle. stocky, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. He's mu- and- I'm like crushing out over here. Like, no, he's got muscle. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. And he's like very mobile too. Like you wouldn't think someone like that would be that oh, mobile, dude, but he's for like a big dude. He moves, man. Yeah, man. It's, I did not see it coming. I mean, yeah. I, I saw it coming, but I didn't see it coming at the same time, man. So out there uh, in Arizona page now, do you know anything about what you're going to do? I don't know anything, man. I'm just going to, Get in a cop car and go patrol. That's about all I know. Yeah. I don't even know much about the town, man. I've heard good things, but I don't know much about it. I know it's yeah. pretty touristy during the summer and mm. then Lake Powell. I mean, but I don't yeah. know anything about the town and I'm ready for a change, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. You tired of St. George? I hate St. George. <laughs> and I've hated it since I've been here, dude. Really? My wife convinced herself she liked it for mm-hmm. a little bit. But it was this or Bullhead City. So we chose to come up here because I thought it was going to be great. And when I came up here and I worked for the department, dude, I had some awesome supervisors. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I freaking hated every moment of yeah. it. Yeah. So you, what you hate is like the actual department? I hated the department. The I hated the town. I just think it's super crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just overpopulated, man. Yeah. Fusion, if it wasn't for Fusion, man, I freaking would have hated it even more, dude. <laughs> but I still have jiu-jitsu, so that's yeah, cool. Yeah, that's that's... That that was my saving grace in the beginning, dude. Like, cause when I first moved here, um, I I do stand up, right? And there is nothing here, like absolutely nothing. And I I was trying to start an open mic at the time, and then COVID hit, and I'm like, oh man, I'm going crazy. I don't have anything to do. And then somewhere around, uh, and what's funny is like I was gonna join Jake Johnston's gym before I I'm like I only want to do jujitsu I don't I don't need any MMA I'm right like, so I'm like I'll just go to the jujitsu place and then that closed down and so I end up going to fusion I'm like which was I mean uh you know bad circumstances for 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 Jake right but in ter- for my in my case I'm like oh I, I'm actually kind of glad that I ended up there because it's such an awesome place right and then you got everything to do um and then suddenly I'm like training jujitsu six times a week yeah. and Man, and I'm like, oh, this is what I needed, and then that, and then stand up started to pick up a little bit, but without jujitsu, I was like, oh, I'm gonna kill myself. I got nothing to do, man, because yeah. you know, I, my my brother-in-law and I got a few friends here that they like to do like rock climbing and and uh, canyoneering and all that stuff, but like you need people to do that to go to jujitsu. I mean, you still need people, but I could just drive there and then people are there. Right. So it's like, 
Yeah, yeah, dude, I worked with when he moved here. He's like, "Oh, you hate it because you have nothing to do here, and because mm-hmm. he's all into mountain bikes and stuff mm-hmm. like that." I'm like, "I don't care about any of that, man." But I yeah. got jujitsu, so I'm okay. Yeah, I'm good, man. <laughs> it's like heroin. Like I just can't give it up, man. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, so good. I was uh, I I went to Florida for like two weeks, right? And that was all I was planning on, like not doing jujitsu. And then the day I got back my shoulder got injured oh yeah yeah so i was out for like three weeks and then i'm like okay i'm back and then it was christmas break and then i got what i what i think was COVID. i don't know if it was it, i i tested twice it said negative but dude what that was rough so i was like out for two more weeks so now i'm here and it's like dude i want to go train like I, yeah. I need to go train and i, I went th- back this week and dude my cardio is in the toilet it's, oh yeah yeah dude. it's a different cardio too right than going and run and stuff like that because you're yeah. using every muscle every in your single body. fiber man it's ridiculous and if you're not like doing it constantly it goes away like that right ah oh, man Who, what happened to your shoulder that was did you're wrong with gene right no it was it was nate dude uh oh. you know nate the he's a four stripe now but uh he's uh i guess he's He's, he's also moving. He's going. He's got a job in some sort of police department or something. Oh, Nate. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. he. Yeah, he's going to where I just came from. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I hooked him up with that man. He's oh, cool. He's, he's taking a good your kid. job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh, he's a good dude. Yeah, man. He talks to me every day. He talks a lot. Just kidding, Nate. <laughs> uh, no, he's a good kid, man. I like him. He's a really good kid. Yeah. yeah. He, um, but he likes to go hard though. Like he's like yeah, super he's, tension, right? And then so what happened was I was rolling with him. He's like, I know he likes to do all this, like. Like he does like unconventional stuff too, so I'm right. like, I'm like, just gotta keep an eye on whatever he's doing. So I'm just like, okay, here, don't do this, don't do that. And then suddenly, dude, I have a guard pass that, like, I put my arm in between the other person's legs and I smash my shoulder down. Right. And then I just move around. So that's what I was doing. But in, in before I even was able to put, like smash my shoulder down, he tried to armbar me in the weirdest way, huh. which made my shoulder go th- uh, this way and his leg was going that way, and that that popped it out. Gotcha. And then uh, Coach and, and Uber, like, they came and popped it back in. Right. I think I was showing a technique or something, and then all of a sudden I heard you, like, yell, and I looked over, and I'm like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, dude. It- can't, can't, break, can't break game, though, man. I had to keep <laughs> coaching. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But it, it's, it's funny because um, seeing you coach is interesting because, like, you're always making, like, a little joke here and there, and I find that very amusing. But nobody laughs, at, and you're like, the, but what's funny to me is like, your joke is funny, but the way the the way you react to it is even funnier to me. And you're like, oh, okay, thanks, all right, and like, <laughs> and that that I always find that uh, even more amusing because it's like, you don't even let the like the the the, the class respond to your joke. Because <laughs> I I don't know, man. Jiu-jitsu is supposed to be fun, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them people, if you sit in there and you coach, like they just are so serious right yeah. they're like oh you can't laugh like yeah it's like no dude i'm always goofing like i told you like i'm insecure when i teach right you yeah. know like so like i want a good interaction i just want everybody to be as cool and calm and collective yeah. as they possibly can like yeah. i some of these guys just get so uptight like oh my gosh it's not yeah. funny it's a serious business yeah we're still trying to choke people yeah how long have you been coaching uh i've been years yeah. i've been coaching a long time i yeah. used to catch uh teach kids wrestling i was teaching kids jiu-jitsu for a while um back home in victorville at um universal grappling academy i was teaching yeah. over there and then um on and off and then when i went to ely i ran my own little gym i had a bunch of couple guys in jiu-jitsu i belted um two blue belts i think it was and mm-hmm. then um and then when i moved here i started coaching but yeah i've i've taught mma and jiu-jitsu and stuff on and off for years do, do you miss the actual like striking aspect of it i do yeah so they're um and talking to a so i possibly might fight coming up okay but i don't know i do miss it once in a while i'll jump in there with christian and mm-hmm. all those guys and see how good i really am yeah not <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah um so i'll spar and stuff once in a while and um Unless Jeremiah comes in, then I try to avoid that guy. <laughs> that guy just naturally hits so freaking hard, yeah. dude. Yeah, dude, it's if he does jujitsu, man, his overall game would be oh, awesome. Yeah, dude, he's a scary kid. Dude, I, I I saw him fight once, and the way he just like freaking got the guy's chin and just knocked him out cold, I was like, yeah, I cornered him for that fight, right? Was yeah, that yeah, yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. I remember hearing that dude crack that dude in the face and his face just exploded with blood. Yeah. And I'm like, that's why I don't fucking spar with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he like tries to lighten up, but he just yeah. naturally hits hard. No, the dude. first time 
um he hit me. I was like, God damn, that's just the way he hits, man. Like, yeah. uh, that, there is, is no light this for is that the guy. Tap for this guy. <laughs> and then everybody that comes in and tries to go hard with that guy, they always get a busted nose. Not, that's dude. a bad idea. Why do you go hard with the guy that's oh, known man. for going hard? I always mess with them, but I'm like, if you learn some freaking, if your jujitsu improves, dude, you are gonna be a monster. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's a good kid. Do you? Do you roll still? Like, I see you rolling every once in a while, but it, I, I, I feel like you're just doing it because you're like, ah, I'll just, okay, come on, man. Because, like, someone came and asked you or something like that. Do, do, do you still enjoy doing that aspect of it? I do. I enjoy to roll. I, um, I've had a lot of injuries, right? Mm-hmm. But I still roll. So, like, I'll be very selective on who I roll with. Yeah. Not to try to hide or anything, but, like, the lower belts, I just no, try I, to stay I, away I from. know exactly what you um, mean. Because I'll be getting elbowed or kicked in the face. I think last white belt I rolled with, he literally freaking kicked me in the face. Ooh. Like, because he wants to stand up. Let's go hard. And then you're like, God, no, dude. dude. And then, like, if you roll light with a white belt, like, then they think that they think, that they think they they're dominating you. you. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I almost had you, bro. No. Like, <laughs> like, Woo went around telling people he tapped me out. Really? <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had him going. And I yeah. was like, yeah, you did, man. You got me fair and square. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then Pincus was like, dude, stop building his head up. I'm like, no, it's funny. Because, <laughs> oh, man, that guy's, a, the, that guy's a hoot, man. I don't. I, we call him Master Woo. <laughs> <laughs> so, because that, that's the other thing, right? Because, like, I learned real quick, like, oh, you got to be very selective who you roll yeah. with, man. Because the other part is, like, the the people that I, I, I kind of, like, get annoyed with, they're like, all right, let's go. Let's go easy. And then they try to like freaking pummel you immediately i'm like well, yeah. what happened to going easy man and then suddenly you got to turn it up a little bit and then they realize oh right oh so like yeah i'll pick some of the blue belts like depending on who it is like gene mm-hmm. i'll stay away from unless yeah. i'm feeling like okay that day yeah but like i primarily like if you see me i'll be rolling with zane or christian or something yeah or, someone that uh, matt when he comes in the brown belt yeah uh real sexy guy yeah yeah, yeah he's, he's a nice <laughs> um or i'll roll with pink as an ace like when it's a smaller class because once yeah. i grab ace or pinkish or something then all eyes are on us right like yeah. the black belts are going at it yeah so i try not to do that during like like regular that. sessions yeah. and stuff you know um i just because i just don't want everybody stopping their roles to stare at us yeah. but you know i'll you're I'll just roll, trying to roll yeah i'll roll with zane and stuff like that because zane really will freaking push your cardio man mm. so i like yeah, dude, i like getting guy roles with guys like that doesn't get tired Dude, he doesn't. He doesn't freaking stop, dude. Yeah. Every time I put him in something, he's outputting me in something. I'm like, dude, you're a freaking, you're evil, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, and then Christian's the same way. Like that dude, just they're both cardio freaking machines, dude. Yeah, so I like rolling with those guys. And then feisty when he comes in, that's always a good time. Yeah, I'll dude. put him in a little pretzel and stuff. <laughs> and then he just enjoys it. So, and dude, he's literally so feisty, man. It's dude, like, he is. And he's just got that little man game that is just like super pain in the ass, mm-hmm. dude. So I I enjoy rolling with them. Yeah, dude, they're they're, they're so much fun. To, I I haven't rolled with Kristen in a very long time, but uh, Zane and uh, and Feisty and all those guys, yeah. they're so much fun to roll with. I have nothing on them, right? Like they, like I try. Oh, oh look, I got, I got them here, and the, I didn't get them. Like they let me be in that position, and I, immediately I know when I'm in that position. Oh, they, they <laughs> that, this was a trap, and then suddenly it's like, oh god damn it! I thought I had something, but I didn't right. have anything. I'll roll with Nick too. Nick likes to, yeah. Nick yeah. likes to grab me. I don't really have a choice. Like he's just like, hey, get over here, today. <laughs> God, and he's fucking strong. Yeah, he's man. strong, man, and he's got pretty good technique too. Yeah, he's getting better and better all the time. Yeah. I've rolled with you like twice, and both of, both times it was like you're like ah, <laughs> uh, you're like just looking all over the place. I'm like ah, I got nothing on it. Like I I I have nothing literally. Like you you're it's here. It's because I'm afraid, man. I just don't want no <laughs> trouble. <laughs> oh man, Not afraid of like being embarrassed. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, <now>? man. <laughs> if you tap me, all eyes on me, man. So. <laughs> oh dude, I have nothing. Like literally, I remember trying to grab your lapel. And that's all I did. I grabbed your lapel, and there was no budging whatsoever. I'm <laughs> like, this is not going to end well. But the night, you're so nice, though. Like, you don't do to anything to me. You're like, okay. I mean, I'll put you in a bad position, but it's not going to be anything that hurts or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, I've been there. I just like to roll, man, and then I won't try to freaking dominate somebody. Like, yeah. sometimes there's a white belt, like, and they're like, oh, you got to freaking make that guy think that he's not moving you. I'm like, I don't really care. If he wants to go around thinking that, that's cool. I don't yeah. Really <laughs> What's funny is there's a lot of people that think that, too, right? There's a couple guys in there now that have white belts on them that got two stripes or so, and then they think they're freaking invincible. Mm. And then they'll roll with, like, me or Ace or something. Like, oh, I dominated them. 
It's like, no. No, they let you do everything. (laughs) But they want to think it. That's cool. Whatever, man. Go home, tell your girlfriend you beat up black belts. I don't care. (laughs) Good for you, man. Yeah. I'm too old. I don't have no more ego. Yeah. Dude, so you got six kids, man. What's that like? I don't know. Ask my wife, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's interesting, man, right? I got four girls and two boys, so I got a lot of estrogen pumping through that place, man. Um, Lots of drama, lots of fighting. Um, this is my road dog though. Like, he usually goes everywhere with me. <laughs> um, but it's, it's cool, man. I love them, dude. They're yeah. awesome. Um, dude, I, we got a TV now, mm-hmm. so we don't have to worry about that. So yeah, now we don't have a long time anymore. So, <laughs> and then I got snip. So if she gets pregnant, it's not mine for sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but it's cool, man. I like it. Oh, my but one daughter does jujitsu. That's she, what I was going to ask you. Yeah, she's freaking way better than I ever could have dreamed of, dude. Yeah. She's just naturally good. She's got a good guard and stuff, and she enjoys the hell out of it, right? And I took her to my last tournament, and mm. she's just like, oh, I could have beat that girl. I could have beat him. I could have beat her. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> but no, she's really good. Yeah. So. so how long has she been training? Um, on and off few years. Okay. So, and then my oldest daughter trained for a long time when she was younger and then she gave up to it. She gave up on it to play softball and okay. she's really good at softball. So okay. she's all worried about scholarships and shit now. Oh, that's so. cool. You got, <laughs> so your little daughters are athletic. Yeah. So, yeah. and I got lazy sons. <laughs> <laughs> so he does jujitsu too when yeah. he feels like it. He thinks, he tells everybody he goes to ninja school though. I think he pulls more chicks when he tells them he's going to ninja school. <laughs> <laughs> hey man the kid's gonna have a pretty good game then um so six kids man i still can't get my head wrapped around that yeah man i fit in dude i'm not playing when i lived in las vegas or california dude everybody would stop and stare at you like you go to costco and they're like oh my god is that like are those all yours you yeah, did that yeah yeah she says they're mine uh, you know <laughs> and then when i moved to utah no one batted an no, eye dude, dude. no one here, freaking looked twice everybody here's got a baby coming out of their yeah. ears it's it's, it's so freak, many these mormons just breed like crazy mm-hmm. man like i belong in colorado city <laughs> i just need the extra help that they do yeah right <laughs> you just need the extra hands here over here yeah oh man that's crazy dude oh Six kids. So that's the plus about Utah, man. Yeah. No one freaking looks at us twice, man, yeah. right? They just keep coming out of the freaking car like, see, does they, yeah. is, is, are you done? Is any more <laughs> coming out? You got everybody, I think. I just yeah. do a head count now, yeah. man. I don't do, you, do you get any sleep still? or, or? I sleep fine. Yeah. My wife doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing all the work there. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Uh, so what's – you fought and then you're a cop – what uh i know it's different but coming from you what's 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 the biggest difference between the job like and like what's the part you miss the most about fighting what's the part you miss the most what you like the most about being a cop and like and what how does how do they intertwine man i I, they're pretty similar right like i love the action Mm -hmm. i love the um the unknown right i mean fighting's could be 50 50 it could be a puncher's chance sometime you yeah. know what i mean like you can have a really badass dude and then a, he's out of shape and then that dude that's got in better shape that's not as good he won't stop right yeah um i just love the action i guess on both sides right mm-hmm. being a cop is you never know what's going to happen every day's different um they say oh this is a routine traffic stop and like when you're watching cops like there's nothing fucking routine about it like yeah. anything can happen yeah. right um I guess I just love the action, fast paced, just mm-hmm. like fighting, man. Fast paced yeah. action, right? Um, so they're pretty similar to me. And um, I am not a desk person. Like, if you told me to go work in an office or something, I wouldn't do it, right? Yeah. Like, I couldn't do that. I got ADD, man. I can't freaking sit still. <laughs> um, so I, I, they're pretty similar. I miss fighting, I miss training full time and then being in the spotlight right i mean like i'm very stage fright so like getting walking to that cage having everybody yell it was like i would zone out like a tunnel mm-hmm. right and i just all i see is the cage and then get yeah. in there and then once the bell rings and that first punch is thrown man that's all you that's all i'm focused on i could barely hear my corner yelling at me yeah i can hear like just like yeah. muffled sounds yeah. with people yelling but i just i miss that man that's so, what i miss what when are you thinking about fighting then um, I'm not sure when Ace throws his next show. I think they're talking about April or so like that. Okay. So we'll see what happens. I'm pretty fat, so I got to get down some weight. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to. I definitely feel like I got one more left in me, man. Yeah, okay. How uh, 
how hard is cutting weight? It is pretty freaking hard, man. I'm not going to lie. It is a good portion mental, um, a lot of self-control, mm-hmm. <laughs> so good discipline with a diet. Yeah. Um, so it can be very challenging. And for me, it was always a challenge. Like I have missed weight. You know, and oh, you're fucking unprofessional. Yeah. I mean, it happens, man. I have missed weight and lost money. Um, mm. But sometimes you get down like that last pound. You're like, it's just one pound. But sometimes you are drained one. dry and you're like, fuck, I got nothing, man. Yeah. So you try to put a sauna suit on real quick and oh. run around the block. But uh, cutting weight is pretty hard, man. Did you ever follow like Chris Seigborg watching her cry in the bathtub and shit on no. the bathroom floor? Dude, no, dude, it's really that freaking painful, yeah? man. Oh, man. Because like. From what I've seen on the outside, I have not. I'm not going through that, right? But yeah. I see everybody just miserable. It's like ooh, it man. is miserable. Like, like it, it's just the worst feeling in the world, man. Especially if you're like me and you're a foodie, man. I like my dad was a chef growing up, man. Oh. Dude, I freaking love food. Yeah, like, dude, food's the best. That's all Pinkus I do is stand around the gym and talk <laughs> about food. It seems like, man. Like I love eating, right? And yeah. then like freaking ace and i were just talking about food the other night when we were standing there training we're yeah like, i guess we should roll huh? like <laughs> dude it's, talking about when he went to his trip uh, texas and yeah those big old food oh, oh. man i just love it dude food food is the best like i, I don't understand how someone can say ah oh, eating sucks i'm like no what dude it's all my wife and i talk about is like when we retire we're going to italy we're gonna get so freaking fat on pasta and wine dude <laughs> like, that's all we talk about like yeah we're like well we'll stay healthy right now so we don't die yeah and then <laughs> when we retire that's all we're gonna do is get fat all bets dude. are off there <laughs> we're gonna get the same freaking haircut and yeah. travel dude <laughs> <laughs> that's all we're gonna do oh man so when you're cutting the weight, are you doing it in like a gradual thing of like, oh, I'm just going to like be on a diet for this whole time and then I'll just cut the weight at the end? Or, or are, you, are you like doing like a two week thing? It all depended on like when I was actively fighting, it all depended on how much time I had. So sometimes I would do like freaking cheerleader diet. I'd be out there puking and shit. But oh. um, <laughs> I try to do it gradually. That's the healthiest thing to do. And like I've been after weigh-ins, I've had to IV up just to rehydrate and stuff. Wow, dude. So, and it's illegal now, but Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think you can do that anymore. But oh. uh they don't know. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, but dude, yeah, I was big. I I remember walking around at like 220, mm-hmm. cutting down to 185. So Whoa, dude, that's a big cut, yeah, man. Dude. Well, you got guys like dude, Joe Stevenson, dude, was yeah. huge, bro, and he'd yeah. cut down to 155. Like he was big dude man Ooh, he's dude. just a fucking stud dude like he dude. can dude he's just naturally good at everything he does but like guys like that were big dude walking around and that was the thing dude just be as big as you can and cut to the lowest weight class you can you know like how how fast does that like go back into your system once you start hydrating you man for me it always felt pretty good like i was always pretty quick but i'm weird like i don't get hung over yeah. like so I'm, i don't know my body always adjusted pretty good some days would just die i'd be miserable man like oh. be super weak and not hydrated but uh it, i think it just depends on the person and how well your body's adjust to doing that you know and over time it's gonna beat you up yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. That that seems like it's not healthy at it's all. It's not man. healthy at all, dude. And over time, like I said, you, you'll get beat up. And freaking now, dude, I can't even cut five pounds, dude. Like, it's so hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know how I'm going to cut weight, dude. Like, yeah. I've been gradually doing it just in case I do fight. But mm-hmm. I just gradually try to diet and stuff like that, dude. Mm-hmm. And my wife's the same way. We're like, dude, fuck this. Let's go eat. <laughs> <laughs> so, like. It's hard, but you know, I, yeah. I try and yeah. it, like I've, I've down, I, it was like three fifteen, three twenty, not that long ago. And I'm back down to two ninety. So okay. I'm trying, man. It's freaking yeah, hard. That's, that's, that's pretty good. So, man. Stress, man. <laughs> Food. Hey man, you gotta, it's, it's nice to eat, man. I like I, what I do. Like I, I stay on a strict diet, like from Monday through Friday and then sat, like Friday night, Saturday and Sunday. All bets are off, man. So right. it's like, I'll just eat whatever. So my weight fluctuates between like 10 pounds on the weekend. <laughs> so uh-huh. I gain like 10 pounds every weekend and then I lose it back pretty much like in, on Tuesday. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best part like about moving to St. George. Like there's not a lot of culture here. There's not a lot of good food. <laughs> so it's like, ah, it's whatever. It's the same shit. Yeah. Like, do you want Del Taco or Taco Bell tonight? Like there's not a lot of choices <laughs> here. Man. Vegas. It was like, oh my God, there's too much. I got to yeah. eat everything right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, that, there was way too much food there, man. And yeah. when I first moved to fit my first year in Vegas, I probably gained 20 fucking pounds. Really? Dude. There was so much good food, dude. Yeah. And it's like in every corner, right? Like cause everywhere. I, I remember in L.A., like that, I think that that's the biggest thing. I Like I there's two things I miss about L.A., like having every single restaurant in every corner 
and the stand-up scene. That's all I miss from there. Dude, I miss going to stand-up comedy, dude. And we used to go all the time because mm. we had like, you know, the Laugh Factory or whatever. I don't remember yeah, all, all the shows, all, but all the, all the I saw Joe Rogan in L.A. like mm. all the time. Um, Joey Diaz would open for him. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking hilarious, dudes, right? Yeah. And then we moved to Vegas. We saw comedy. Then we moved here. And I'm like, there ain't shit to do here, yeah. man. Like nothing we <laughs> like. That's why my first date with my wife was to a comedy show in uh, Ontario at Improv. Okay. Dude. I we know saw Sebastian Monoskenko or however you say that. He's so good. Dude, and he was like a nobody back then, dude. Oh, my God. I couldn't stay out of my, I couldn't stay in my seat, man. I was laughing yeah. so hard. My yeah. buddy that I went, dude, fell out of his chair like <laughs> dude is hilarious right yeah and we moved here and i didn't hear about comedy until you were like hey come to my show and i'm like there's comedy here yeah, oh my yeah, god dude. something we can do then i finally made it out to see you dude yeah dude, hilarious dude it Go was see fun this to guy. have you guys there man yeah um I'm terrible at comedy shows. So I get to drinking and shit and start yelling shit. <laughs> <laughs> you become the heckler there. Yeah. That's all right, man. Like you were a pretty good audience member there. Like uh I didn't see you guys messing anything no. up. No. You guys were funny, dude. Thing, I yeah. appreciate that, dude. Um, man, what, uh, where can people follow you on, on the social media? Uh, I had too many girls on Facebook, so I can't have that anymore. No. Uh, <laughs> I got Instagram right now okay. at Karski 28, Karski 28. So follow Paul Karski at Karski 28, everybody. Dude, thanks for coming on. Dude, I appreciate you having me dude. this is a freaking beautiful place. Dude, just checking out your view, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> thanks, man. But I, I, great having you on my man. And, so much fun having you here, dude. Dude, I appreciate you. Thanks All for right. having me out, man. All right, see you later, so, buddy. Thanks, guys. That's it for the show, everybody. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe. Follow me at Halu2 on Instagram, K-H-A-L-U-2. And Paul at Karski28, K-A-R-S-K-Y-2-8. That's it for the show, everybody. Love y'all. Bye-bye. <laughs>